The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. Part of welfare warfare is to distract your enemy. In nineteen ninety-nine we had seven hours and twenty-nine minutes of media saturation of our day. That equals almost eight hours, which is a regular night's sleep. By two thousand nine we've moved to ten hours and forty-five minutes. A saturation of media. That's four and a half hours of television, two and a half hours of media, or the music and audio, hour and a half of computer, video a little over, game, video games a little over hour and a half. And print media, which is the most important, 30 to 45 minutes. So you got 45 minutes versus all this other. Not even 45 minutes, just 30 minutes versus 10 hours and 45 minutes of a barrage. You can critically think when you read. You can't when you have the media or have your brain hooked into the media. 
So what we've learned from this, that 29% of the people and the exposure they have has increased. They're multitasking. They're doing many things at one time. And there's certain occasions where you might have to do things more than one thing at one time. But say if you're in battle or something or fighting, you have to be on watch for everything. But you're focused on the battle. We're doing opposite things in multitasking. That doesn't work. Seattle Times wrote about the stimulation provokes excitement that researchers can say can be addictive and in its absence, people feel bored. You can see that. People are not able to connect with each other anymore. That the text, even in a restaurant, they're texting across the table. We've read stories of this. A Dr. Marcel with Carnegie Mellon University did a study on multitasking. And he found out it causes your brain to jump back and forth, causing competing of streams of thoughts. And these things led to four things. Stress, inhibition of creative ability, inability to problem solve, slower thinking. One test they did, or the main test they did, is they asked complex sentences they had to be answered by true or false. The front temporal lobes of the brain was full of activity when this took place. Then they did objects that had rotations for mental activity to see how the brain responded to that. They were singularly focused on this task. The back temporal lobes was full of activity. Then they asked the questions at the same time, getting these dimensional ob objects and rotating them at the same moment, a multitask activity, and the brain went way down on its thinking, its ability to achieve what it was supposed to, and it showed a great diminishing of its ability to think. If you covered the brain with dots on the questions that was asked when it was full activity, it's 13 dots on the frontal lobes. On the back lobes, when you was on the same thing about the rotation and the objects, there were 17 dots. Both those singularly surpassed the amount of dot coverage on the frontal and back lobal brain, uh, lobes of the brain, the temporal lobes. Down to nine dots. So both subjects being covered at one time, you reduce the coverage of brain activity to nine dots. One singular the other is 13, the other is 17. And so we have a whole culture that really is pained in itself of trying to figure out what's going on. They still think we're going to come back. They're not able to focus. And Satan's done a number. He's kept us so active, so engaged, that nobody has time to reflect. Our ladies try to get us to do this. Back away. Reflect on your future. The Bible's very direct. And Sirach is very simple. Whoever throws a stone straight up, throws it on his own head. And a treacherous blow opens up wounds. 
It's almost funny. Who doesn't know that? A lot of people don't know that. They're too engaged. They're dulled down. They're not thinking. They don't have the ability to solve a problem. If I throw a rock up, it's going to come back down on my head. This is God's word. You think it's so simplistic? Think it may even be a stupid statement? I repeat it. Whoever throws a stone straight up, throws it on his own head, and a treacherous blow opens up the wounds. He who digs a pit will fall into it, and he who sets a snare will be caught in it. Simple enough. But are people concentrated enough to know that? It goes on and says, If a man does evil, it will roll back upon him, and he will not know from where it came from. Don't you see? Satan has everybody so engaged that they don't know why the economy is the way it is. They don't know why the culture is falling. They don't know why things are coming back crashing down because it's throwing a stone up in the air and it's hitting them in the head. But the Bible, after giving these two simple, basic examples, says if a man does evil, it will roll back upon him and he will not know where it came from. And that's us. That's where we are today. People don't know what's going on. Those that are engaged, those that are thinking, those that are reflecting, these people are known as people that are either secular preppers or religious preppers. Or was they preparing? The Blaze reports, the world is a scary place. Wars, famine, corrupt politicians, terrorism, imploding economies, and the list goes on. There are plenty of issues worth fearing, which is why, why a subset of the nation is preparing for what they see as an impending calamity. You throw a rock up, it comes down, hits you on the head. It's just that simple. These individuals, dead preppers, are stocking up on food, guns, water, and other items that they need should the economy erupt or a massive natural disaster strikes. With so many possibilities for the problematic occurrences, these individuals want to ensure that they can live beyond the tragically defining moment. Most preppers are fearful of the prospects of no government structure, something that some see as a potential, and rather a possibility, amidst economic woes and political strike, or the strife. A lawyer by the name of Snyder says, who's a blogger, he says, most have a gut feeling that something has gone terribly wrong. But that doesn't mean that they're understanding, they do not understand what's happening. A lot of Americans sense there's a massive economic storm is coming and they want to be prepared for it. So critics can say these preppers are just overreacting. But whatever happened to prudence? Is it do good to do this just on a secular note? Because we do have people just doing it secularly. They just want to save themselves and save food. They see the prospect of what's coming. But Our Lady says something to us different, just like these scriptures. You throw a stone up, it'll come back down on your head with a treacherous blow to it. Our Lady came to us and said, I'll bring you into a new time. She said, January 25th, 1993, I am with you and I guide you into a new time. A time which gives you, or rather a time which God gives you <coughs> as a grace so that you may get to know him more. When do you know God more? In difficulties. 
and strife? When you're more dependent on him and what you've been dependent on doesn't work for you? And you have to go something that nothing can be fixed except by divine nature? And you look toward God. I am with you and I guide you into a new time, a time which God gives you as a grace. It's a grace to be close to God. You might not think trials are grace, but all the signs are there. The rock's up in the air and it's coming back down. Where will it hit? You threw it straight up. The whole culture did, the whole society did. We, we wanted that. We wanted to turn our houses and flip them, make a profit and buy another. We wanted to make the investments. We wanted to get the lottery and get rich by no way of efforts and work on our own. We're always escaping to see this. Everybody's trying to make it for the love of money, sometimes even without realizing it. And we all throw rocks straight up. The whole culture did as a whole, and it's coming back down upon us. And as Sarah says, if a man does evil, and don't say, well, I haven't been evil. We've all participated in it. Consumerism, materialism. We've fallen for this. If a man does evil, he will not, or rather it will roll back upon him, and he will not know where it came from. Our lady's trying to get us to see where everything's coming from. She's given us something so simple, just like Sarah. She's saying there's four basic messages. Prayer, peace, Fasting and penance. Oh, yes, there's people out there who want to say there's five basic messages. It's not true. Our lady said there's four basic messages, and from these four, all other messages come. You say, well, we're holy, holy, holy mass. They added that because they were scared of the bishop. It was a political move. That might anger some people. That might people say, what? Jesus didn't give holy mass at the beginning of three years it was the last act he did they had to learn about penance they had to learn about fasting they had to learn about sacrifice prayer contrition they had to get the basics how do you go to the to the master's degree first holy mass is not a basic message that's advanced studies it's our lady's words you don't accept mine you want to reject that you don't like that our lady's bringing us back from kindergarten. Oh, we don't believe in kindergarten. She's taking us from first grade through graduation to Mass. And it's her words. Live the four messages. Prayer, peace, fasting, penance. And she adds, from these basic messages, all other messages come from. And that includes Holy Mass. So readjust your high and mighty piety thinking about this. We've forgotten the Mass. And we won't get it back until we go back to the basics to understand the greatness of it. And the political moves to add that to a five basic message is simply not right. It's wrong. And we stand against that. We stand up for these messages. They're very simple. And that's how the simple are. Four basic messages. So the joy that comes to us from discovering this from Our Lady makes us see things with more clarity. The church can't be renewed, the world can't be renewed without contrition, penance, 
That all results from prayer, fasting, and penance. And peace. Once you do that, you'll be able to see. You become disengaged from the world. You'd have aversion to television. You won't want those things anymore. You want to be clear in your thoughts. You want the joy of quietness. You want to live the Sabbath, the holy day, the Lord's day, disengaged. The joy of silence, the joy of quiet, especially on Sundays. Don't ever go out on Sunday when you put somebody else in position working for you on that day. I tell you, I'll tell you prophetically, we're about to pay for the violations of the Lord's day. This coming. The major things tied to that is everything in the future. Oh, that's our small sins as Christians. It's, it's overreacting or it's being oversensitive. We have no sensitivity at all to the Lord's day. Sports events, restaurants, going out, entertainment. Who's thinking about the Lord's day, the Sabbath? The church is not. The church has failed. Nobody speaks about it. I can fly. I can do this. I can do the only thing you can do on Sunday is things of a medical or emergency situation. Other than that, you've got to protect it. And we have it. We don't have to defend it because it's truth. Truth needs no defense, but it does need protection. And we have not protected the Lord's day and the secularists have taken it over. And thereby they've taken over the culture. It came through this commandment. And all others now have fallen, even in the womb. So when Zarek tells us, whoever throws a stone straight up, throws it on his own head, and a treacherous blow opens up the wounds, he who digs a pit will fall into it, and he who sets a snare will be caught in it. If a man does evil, it will roll back upon him, and he will not know from where it came from. People who are praying, people who are, are trying to live peace, fasting and penance, are having more clarity, more desire to change the direction, and more revelation in the heart. Not as preppers, but as religious, as Christians, as a holy people, knows that our future totally and completely relies on God and Jesus Christ. Our Lady's come to lead us to Him in a new time. Will you be a part of it? Do you even want to be a part of it? Are you sitting there so engaged looking at the next moment? When is everything going to recover? When are things going to come back this way? It's not by wealth. It's not by money. It's not by silver. It's not by gold. It's by God. By God Himself and by us living His commandments that everything will be rectified and we'll come to know joy. Our Lady just told us yesterday, 25th message. She wants us to be in joy. She wants to experience that. She wants us to renew faith. When we do that, this restless world, she says, which songs of peace, will be rescued by us, her extended hands. A new, I desire to draw you closer to my immaculate heart, where you will find refuge and peace. Open yourselves to prayer until it becomes a joy for you. Through prayer, the Most High will give you an abundance of grace and you will become mixed in the hands in this restless world which longs for peace. Little children, by your lives, witness faith and pray that faith may grow day by day in your hearts. I am with you. She'll catch a stone that's about to fall back on her head. She don't want it to hit us. 
is coming back on top of us, and she's trying to prepare us that we won't fall in this pit. Frank? Well, this is very much what's, what we've seen this week in the markets, and if I can say a little bit about this, because um, I want your listeners to understand how we get this price discovery. And we talked about how the market was way overdone. Well, these bullion banks, um, with this unnatural activity of selling paper IOU silver that doesn't exist, borrowing it from the SLV, we're able to paint the charts so that the managed money and the small speculators would come in and sell the market. So they would sell IOU paper silver, like throwing a stone up in the air and not realizing it's going to come and bust your head open. Um, it's exactly what happened. And so uh, we've had about a 30% rally from the bottom, and, and we're far from over. There's, there's no real sellers, and... Now, all the small speculators and managed money that has gotten burned, the managed money that can, are taking the other side of, of the uh, trade, and they're going long or they're buying. And when I say those that can, some managed money now is not allowed to participate in the COMEX market because of what happened to MF Global. And so you still have a tremendously deflated artificial price. It was, it's, it's been manipulated for decades. But this was something a little extraordinary last year with the blatant manifest manipulation that it was just obvious. And so now you have the bullion banks that have sold hundreds of millions of ounces, and they don't really have uh, managed money or small speculators to, to take that short side with them. They've already been burned, and so... There's no real, there's no real sellers, and they. Um, <coughs> so, so I don't know what's going to happen going forward, but just to to let your listeners know, this is an artificial price. As we've said, it is totally unsustainable. You can't have paper IOU sellers of silver offering discounted silver to physical buyers, and not run out of silver, and, and the, the hundreds of millions of ounces that are bought in paper, at some point looking to, to own that metal. And uh, so that's, that's why you see this volatility. That's why, you know, wasn't silver just $28 the other day? Well, yeah, it was, and now it's 34 This is um, also a sign that, that uh, inflation is, is starting to rear its head, and inflation is the early signs of hyperinflation and a global collapse. Adding to that, will anybody listening to this not say that a stone's been thrown up when you buy paper silver, you take all your cash that you can go buy anything with, and you buy something that's worth nothing, saying that you bought $10,000 or 10,000 rounds or $5,000 worth of rounds, whatever it may be. But you buy it on paper... It's a stone on the head coming down. Everybody can see that. Everybody accepts that. So if you as a listener and a follower of what we're saying, following our lady, why are you going out and buying silver eagles? Do you realize you're throwing a stone straight up and it's going to hit you on the head? Do you know there's a judgment against the system? We didn't strike the miraculous metal measure around for the purpose of the system and its continuance. 
is that God's people can safeguard what they have and get to a way of life and help others materially and spiritually. That what you have, you turn it into miraculous metal and this will bring conversion when it's expended. Frank and I was talking last week off the air about people are sometimes taking only 10% of what they have and buying the miraculous metal measure go around, taking the other 90% and buying silver. It could be silver ingots. It could be silver bullions. It could be a thousand ounce bars. It could be the silver eagle, which a lot of people are doing. You're a fool. And in fact, if you haven't got it now, we don't even want you listening to us. That's how strong I feel about it. We don't want you to take the information about silver and what we're saying about it and go utilize it for the world. You're, you're taking an action completely worldly, completely of why Zarek said, if a man does evil, it will roll back upon him. Yes, the silver's worth something. But if you buy $100,000 worth of silver eagles, as opposed to $100,000 worth of miraculous metal measure rounds, there's two things happen. One, it brings conversion with the miraculous measures go around. The silver eagles won't do that. Number two, last week you would have ended up with $5,000 more worth of silver. Why? Because the silver eagle costs more. You're paying for the silver eagle. People say, well, people have more faith in it. Silver is silver. A silver round of the American eagle Silver round and the miraculous metal measure silver round is the same silver. In fact, Frank, is the American Eagle not point nine 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 silver or is it a little bit less than that? No, it's the exact same okay. thing. So the, the Eagle might have a little alloy, but they're they're the same okay. weight of one Same ounce. thing. Pure silver. So you buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of American Eagle, a hundred thousand dollars worth of silver. Uh, and Marcus Meadows go around, you have more silver. In fact, you have uh, $5,000 more worth of silver with the Marcus Meadows to go around. You lose. But you gain on that, not just with more silver, but for conversion. That's our purpose. And for you, it makes more sense to do that. You say, well, I can't get rid of it. Silver, you can get rid of. That will happen because it's intrinsically valued. If you wipe off and you had a one ounce round of what the American Eagle is going to be and the Marcus Metal, it's the same thing. We have more faith in that. We don't have no faith in the system. We don't have faith in the American Eagle at all. Do you understand? It's got a judgment against it. If you want to put all your money in the silver when you have an opportunity and you know better and you've been educated and you've been shown that you could use what you have, your stored value of your wealth or means, into something that brings conversion, what do you think God thinks about that? you got to store up your, your wealth, or are you going to store up your means and wealth for the purpose of conversion? Is somebody going to break on and the robbers take everything you got? You're going to lose it another way in a tornado like this house is type of way, and you got it in your house, and it's dispersed all across the, the city? You're doing something very dangerous and foolish. Outright stupid as a Galatian. You stupid Galatians. You might say, I'm insulting you. Okay, be insulted. Because you insult God. 
You're supposed to seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness. That's the purpose of this. I don't want nothing to do with anything else. I don't want you to take the information that we've been blessed to learn through wisdom and God's way and use it to go buy things secularly. It's a spiritual project and it helps you at the same time and it helps others. You're putting yours in something else than just pure civil American eagle. It just helps you. That's all it's about. Selfish. A stone thrown up on your head. You're falling into a pit. How do you sleep at night? I couldn't sleep knowing I had $300,000 over there. And silver rounds or silver ingots. It's like one lady says, you know, if my money got stolen or my silver got stolen, the miraculous money going go around. So at least I know they bring on conversion. What you got if you're stolen? And is it going to do you any good? Put your faith in God. Put everything you have in God and in projects and ways that will bring conversion. It's just that simple. Four basic messages. And it's nothing about silver. It's about prayer, peace, fast, and penance. And you don't have the wisdom to see what a foolish thing you're doing? Get away from everything secular. Turn it into something holy. You can't say, well, okay, I'll do that just to keep it preserved. Uh-uh. It don't work neither, even if some miraculous message go around. You have to do it with intent. I want this that I have when it's dispersed to bring conversion, to make people holy, to change the culture. Wouldn't it be beautiful if you saw everybody's changing in the future? The miraculous message go around. That's what everybody's carrying in the pocket. You saying can't happen? Frank, how many rounds are out there already? What's the number now? Well, we well over one point five million in rounds, um, and you know, growing every day. But it, it, it's always the saddest thing. To hear somebody is buying paper silver or another form of silver, and I'll say, well, you paid more. They'll say, my husband bought it. I'll say, well, he paid more. Yeah, I know. And physically, you've made a huge mistake, but you've missed the glory. And and I don't think any of us can see what this round will be in the future. And physically, I think you have something tremendously more valuable. That's not why we're doing it. But the, the first years of these rounds could be something significant in the future. This is, you know, um, something that's visionary. And so it's it's very sad to hear somebody, because you're missing the glory. The the glory is is to help Our Lady win souls for heaven. In fact, you just need to call 911 when the rock hits you on the head. (laughs) Because, I mean, you may need that. And uh, when I say that in just and funny, it's really serious. You know, it's really a tragic thing. I feel we've failed people, and them not being able to read ain't going to happen in the book, and understanding what they should be doing. This is buy 10 of them, go give them away for communion. It's much bigger than that. It's for conversion. Reread the book. If you've taken these steps, and Frank's told me several people have done this, which I'm shocked by, literally shocked that they're doing that, you read the book again, and you decide which side of the fence you're going to be in, because it's a decision. I'm with you, and I guide you into a new time, a time in which God gives you His grace so that you may get to know Him. Our Lady, in other words, says, decide for God. Well, actually, the, in front of that message, it says, these days are the days when you need to decide for God, for peace, and for good. 
Are you deciding for peace and for good? Sticking with something secular? Get away from a secular. The rooster on a roof is religious. And you can find a hundred, hundred things that's tied to Christianity. Where to go back? Somebody wrote to us, says, Dear friend of Medjugorje, I was wondering why you've added AD to the dates on your website. I think I know. The Blessed Mother talks about a new springtime, the second advent of her son, and so forth. I would love to hear your explanation. She answered it. We're coming into a new time. Let's don't vacate and follow secular people and culture. Take it back. Add IED to every date on your check today. Whatever you write, whatever contract you sign, you add. When they say sign your name and your date, you add AD. People are going to see this, and you know what they're going to say? A Christian's going to say, they're going to be convicted by this. Let's have it everywhere. Let's have it on the atheist documents at the bank or whatever his business may be, or whatever he's into. Let him see that. Let's have the non-believers seeing it. We're Christian. We're not ashamed of that. We had a math book come into our mission the other day. We opened it up. It was used. And it's incredible. Jessica, go run to my office. It's a yellow little folder uh, laying on top of my desk. Bring that to me real quick. People are active in evangelizing. They're not, they're not placating that, well, we wouldn't want to offend somebody. We don't want to be offensive in a way that we might hurt somebody's feeling or feel that their religion is not important. Take it back. Write AD on dates. Make it resolve now. Don't say humankind. This is feminist who came up with that. Don't say he or she. Say he. Say mankind. That's biblical. God was first. Come on in. God was first, then Eve, I mean, and then man, and then God. Man was made for God. Eve was made for man. That being the case, it's mankind's inclusive. It's not exclusive, it's everybody. Take it back in your verbiage. That's the first place wars start. That's where the universities start corrupting everything. And so we add AD because we want to make a statement, not force it down our throats. It's what we're going to become because all day comes a new time. Here's a nice slick parchment paper stuck in a math book for our school year. And it's on a scroll. It's got a candle burn on it. It says, Seekers of Truth, a message of love to all. Are you searching for happiness and success? Question. Safety and security within your inner self? Do you want to know why we were created? What is our purpose in life? Do you know that this life is a test? That our deeds in this life will ultimately determine our levels of reward in the hereafter. Wonderful message, isn't it? And how come you as Christians aren't taking back things? Other people are willing to take it. We just hear from ADF, Alliance Defense um, Fund, in Washington, that Obama administration put out directives that they could no longer take the Bible into the military hospitals. Walter Reed's particularly. They put out a statement last September on a memo. It says, No religious items, in this part's parentheses, including Bibles, reading materials, and other artifacts, parentheses, are allowed to be given away and used during a visit. Friends, pastors, preachers, nobody can go in Walter Reed and do this. Oh, they went straight to Congress. They stopped it. But see, how can they say that and we're not out in the streets? 
It's because we've got a stone coming back on our head, and many people's already been hit by the head, and they don't want to get hit again. And it's through their own fault, our fault. So here's this little brochure going on about levels of reward and hereafter. And then at the bottom of our read, it said, A message of love to all seekers of truth. You open it up, it goes through a whole diatribe of things. Do you really know the truth about the true religion, peace of those who follow the, the, the guidance? That magnificent universe with all its complex systems was created by Allah, the one true God, the most high, the most powerful, the most merciful, the most wise. If you believe in him, you should also realize that he didn't create all the frivolously, rather, there has to be a greater purpose. What could be better and more perfect purpose than to worship him alone? Look around you. Everything has submitted itself to the creator and never reverted the earth itself, the trees, the stars, the rivers, the sun, the moon, etc. But what about man? Is it true that some are not thankful to the Creator? Is it a shame that God of them worship false gods other than Allah, the only true God? Are you confused about religions? Or rather, which religion is truth? Consider what we're about to tell you in this letter. Islam is a way of life. Can you believe that? Our Lady brings us a way of life. Islam is a way of life that means submission to the will of the Creator of the heavens and earth. He sent messengers to call people of worship God alone. Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, Jacob, Jesus, and Mohammed. May peace be upon them. We're sent with this one message. There is no one worthy to worship, of worship except Allah, the only true God. No ambiguity, no confusion, one God, one religion, one message. I don't ever hear this even from the pulpit about our Jesus Christ, our Lord, our God. What's such clarity? It's too long to continue, but it's very good. It's very clear. And if somebody's searching out there and they open this math book, they slip this in, which came from Amazon, a used book. Are they slipping it in there? Did somebody slip it in beforehand? The Koran was not banned from Walter Reed Hospital. The Bible was. And you're going to buy silver American eagles? You're going to continue on this secular path? If the cross offends, let it offend. If the miraculous mother's going around, offends, let it offend. But you know what? People are seeking something that's strong. That's why the Muslim ranks are growing. Look at the clarity of their message in here. It goes on and says, Believe that all the messages of God were sent the same message. No one is worthy of worship except Allah. What was the religion of Abraham? Shouldn't it be the same as Moses, as Jesus, and all messages of God? We are humbly calling you to shift yourself or shift yourself from the dreadful consequences of polythe polytheism. Incredible. And it goes on. And it's very good and very slick, very high quality. It ends. Finally, submit yourself to God. Embrace the beauty, beautiful religion of Islam. Say there is no one worthy of worship except Allah and Muhammad and his final messenger in order not to lose your everlasting salvation in this life and the hereafter. People from broken families are seeking to belong to something that means something. And you don't have enough 
to spread at least through the means that you have, through the miraculous metal that we know is proven converts, shame on you. Even an anthem. You're not accountable if you didn't know these things. And even before you listen to the show, you may have known it, but now you know it clearly. I don't want to waste my time with you. I don't want to waste my breath. Tune us out. We're not based here in this mission about the numbers who listen to us. We want the Gideons. And if you're not willing to be that, don't tune into this information. Don't use it. It'll just make you more responsible because you're now more educated about the spiritual aspects of this. Go away. Leave. Frank, how did they get hold of you? Yeah, you can uh, call us toll-free. The phone number is 877-936-7686. You can also reach us online or email us at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. And our website is globalsilverinvestors.com. Any final comment? Yeah, we've determined some things that are absolute last year with the manipulation. Silver's tremendously undervalued. It's tremendously controlled. The paper market is falling. It's going to crash. There's no reason to have something at stake when IOU paper sellers of silver are giving you something that's physical and tangible and clearly artificially manipulated to a lower price that's unprecedented in time. So Get out of paper while there's an opportunity to. Uh, call us, and, and uh, we're here to help you. And I encourage you to call Frank. I encourage you to get American Silver Dollars. Change that. Sanctify what you have. All temporal goods that will be used to advance God's kingdom. And no other purpose. Because there's no other purpose when the story ends. It won't exist. Everything else is mothballs. It will rot. It will go away. Change it. Sanctify it. We'll be joining you for the second of the month. I think that's next Wednesday. Uh, We'll be back on the Medjinomics the following day after that. Until that time, we wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.